This episode of Intentional Talk with Lisa Kay and Taylor is sponsored by Superior Abstract and Title in Plano, Texas. At Superior Abstract and Title, they don't claim to know more about deadlines than anyone else. What they do claim is the ability to provide you with the tools and services to meet them without the headache, stress, and hassle that often accompanies them. Shop Superior Abstract and Title. Hello, I'm Lisa Kay. And I'm Taylor. And this is Intentional Talk. This is a show that cares and brings positives to the air with engaging live conversations. Yeah, we keep it real on this show. Thank you for being here with us. We so greatly appreciate you. Today, we are speaking with a dynamic person, Ms. Monica Johnson, and she is the owner and consultant for Monica Johnson Enterprises, LLC. She's a business professional with over 28 years experience in developing innovative solutions for complex challenges. She's an HR champion, employee advocate, mentor, coach, business influencer, and so, so much more. Plus, she's an author, and she's a lot of fun. Welcome, Monica. Johnson. <laughs> Thank you ladies so much. Yes. Thank you for being here. I'm excited. Thank you. Yeah. Yes. Yes. We haven't seen you in four or five years. So I know. Right? I know a lot has gone on in our worlds. <laughs> yes, it has. Then. So yeah. Yes. Well, you just are radiant of success so many accomplishments and you continue to evolve you've got multiple degrees and she's still in school y'all she's still learning so uh, what has made you successful you know I think it goes back to the childhood and just walking into the purpose of not allowing elements or challenges to define you but you're just stepping into the space where God has created for you and so I just tell people that God has just a credentialing my experiences yes wow. yes giving all glory to God right Everything nothing nothing can be done without him Absolutely. and I sadly yeah. so many of us forget that but God reminds Not. us <laughs> nothing without me <laughs> I hope I don't forget as much as anyway um, you know, your first book was about your your history. Um, may I share this? Oh yes, you may. Thank so you. shift from the bro- uh, from broken to breathtaking. Yes. So a little bit about this, if you want. Well, you know, in that book, it was the whole premise was about don't let what happened to you break you, but just break open everything that is inside of you. And in doing so, you take the good, the bad, and the challenging. And what do you do is you turn it around and you stop asking the question why because why makes you defensive? Begin to ask the question, what? What am I to do with it? And then you're empowered to change your mind and allow those things to be in the atmosphere and then you'll see how things just open up and you're engaging. You're leading self, you're leading others, and then you can lead business. Wow. Yeah, that's so true, instead of asking why, because that that makes us a victim. Absolutely. That makes us inward focus and so much focus is on ourselves. I'm all all for improving, but what are you gonna do now? (laughs) You've been reflecting, (laughs) what are you gonna do to step out? I totally agree with that. (laughs) So how do you handle anxiety and angry people? You know, especially within this last year, and the last, what, 17, 18 months with everything that has happened. Mm -hmm. And first we have to acknowledge those individual emotions. But you also have to recognize that emotions are not logical. 
emotions are just a feeling. You acknowledge the feeling, and then what you do with it is like, what skills and tools do I need to be able to navigate and cultivate what the lesson was supposed to teach you? Because it's always an experience. Everything you're doing is your experience, and no one has the right to tell you how to, to experience your experience. And so when you intuitive with that, you understand that more so, and you don't allow the anxiety to come in and just challenge you even more. You yeah. recognize it. Wow. Mm-hmm. Which is needed more today Absolutely. than ever before. Mm-hmm. And it, wouldn't you say it's a little harder for some people? Yes, I to, would. Yeah. Because it goes back then to if you didn't handle the challenges that you had to the point where the pandemic started, mm-hmm. then you're still at the same space. And it's compounded. And, and now it's compounded yeah. even more so. Mm-hmm. And now you're you're in this space of what do I do next? What do I do next? How do I heal this space that I'm in that is so totally not what I had planned? Because, yes. you know, a lot of times we want to control everything. Yes. We want to be God's <laughs> boss. Yeah. And we want to tell him how to do it, when to do it, and where to do it. And so I, I told my husband going into this, I said, if we don't recognize or individuals don't recognize where they are, and not take out the time to reflect on what, the reason he's allowing you to be in this, it's gonna be hard coming out of it. Mm-hmm. And that's where you'll see the anger, that's where you'll see the mental health is being everywhere. It's not from the Olympics all the way down to the things happening on a day-to-day basis mm-hmm. and people doing things You're like, I didn't see it happening that way. Turn on television, there's somebody doing something that is totally strange compared to, but I always say it's a spirit, it's a spirit attaching. And you know, spirits are transferable. Oh my goodness. Wow. That's you got to get them off of you. Yeah. <laughs> get them off of yeah. you. Those negative, destructive spirits yeah. just Absolutely. get it away from you. You know, you talk about lessons yes. and Typically, there is something that has happened that brought about that lesson, maybe a mistake or a challenge. What have been, and I can't imagine you would have any mistakes, Monica, but what what happened, those challenges, I'll say, that you've experienced that brought you to this place? Well, some of the, one of the most, I would say, trajectory changes for me was really understanding that my mother had to die so that I could. What? Wow. Yeah, so my mother got killed when I was one by... And circumstances continue to change. But what I know has been been told to me is that through these circumstances is that my mother's mother didn't raise her. And my mother didn't raise me. And I have a daughter, and, and if I hadn't noticed the trajectory of what that cycle was placing in the environment, then I could have repeated the same cycle. Mm -hmm. So doing things to show my daughter that there's a different way than what we've always been taught or what the cycle of the tradition of the family have always been. You have to create a new narrative, a new tradition, and a new way to see things. So it was recognizing that Okay, I don't know either one of my parents, but what I do know is that I've been trusted and blessed with this experience to be able to share with people. Not that I've ever been a victim, but you can overcome any of those challenges. And so that was probably the one that just kept compounding over and over again. Because when you don't know who you are, and as a little girl, you're still trying to find identity. And the first time I saw a picture of my mother, I was 30 years old. Mm -hmm. First time you ever saw her image. Oh my goodness. Yes, and it was a obituary picture. And I was her spin image. Wow. And so one of the things that happened this year in the, we talking about the challenges of it was doing this transition of knowing what it is to become. She, I heard the spirit say clearly, Monica, you've been doing my legacy. I just want you to be it now. 
I need you to be. Just be. I mean, be who I've created, who God has created you to be. I've left you for this reason. I just need you to become and then be. Oh my goodness. And B, as you are, I guess, getting rid of that generational, I'll call it a curse, getting Mm -hmm. rid of those those patterns in your past, but building a legacy with your daughter and your family. I mean, you speak of your husband and your daughter and all the people that are in your sphere of influence that Mm -hmm. you are shaping and molding and influencing for the good. You know, it's so funny you say that not only was I maybe influencing and shaping, but I also was diagnosing. So when I got my first DSM book, you know, I'm in school to become a therapist from the licensed professional counselor and then also the um, licensed family and marriage and family therapist as well. And so I was diagnosing my daughter and my husband in these last last 12 months, telling them this is what's wrong with you, you know, but not even really looking and saying, okay, Monica, this could be the reason why they're behaving in that manner. So it was fun. (laughs) Now, what does Monica mean? So, Monica means counselor and advisor. Well, see, (laughs) prophecy. Absolutely. It was spoken on you. Did your mother name you or do you know? You know, all I know is that in the revelation, when I first got the revelation, probably was in 2009, I would say, when I recognized that that's what it meant. And I was already advising what people would say, bossing or telling or demanding what I wanted and telling them what to do. But I was always counting. I was always in a place, no matter what avenue or what uh, platform I was on, you were gonna find me giving some wisdom and it's from my experience, because I think when you share from your experience, and God only allow you to share what's going to edify His kingdom. That's right. And so when you share from mm. that space, you recognize that this is what I was created to be. So I say thank them, because if I had not known that or turned that around, I could have been a victim of the circumstances yeah. that I had no control over. Yeah. Well, you um, you've experienced or seen more now than you ever have. You spent. Was it 25 or 29 years? It was 29 years and a fortune and I love 50 it. company. Yeah. <laughs> and I love your story. They were yeah. your parents. Oh, they were. That was your family. You identified yes. yourself as that. And then when they transitioned and let a whole bunch of you go, yes. then you, you felt like you were abandoned. Absolutely. And... <laughs> How did you come out of that? So when we were all sitting in the meeting, you know, we're around the round table and you're in summer on Zoom because, you know, at that time nobody was traveling mm-hmm. and you're getting the information through the television. Everybody's in the room like, OK, we know we're impacted. But what do you do with that? And so immediately when we left out of the room, I didn't call my husband. I didn't call my daughter. I went and called my therapist because I recognized in that moment that as I was listening to the detail, it wasn't so much of me as far as credentialed. It was me as the little girl. Because in that case of the 29 years, I had never stayed in a home or with any family that long. And so I saw the entity as my parents. And I went back to that five-year-old, that little girl who recognized that she was abandoned at this age. She needed to be to be talked to and comfort and allow her her inner feelings to heal because you can't heal anything you don't acknowledge. And I recognized that it was five year old Monica's feeling that walked out of that room, but it was the adult Monica that made the telephone call in a conversation so we could begin Mm -hmm. the the healing of it. And I love you acknowledge that you Mm -hmm. needed that support and you already had that godly counsel, that wise Mm -hmm. counsel available to you. You had facilitated a relationship with them in advance so that when that challenge came, you 
already had that in place. So yes. many of us can benefit from that. Yes. Don't wait until the crisis happened. And as you said, when the pandemic hit, for those families that already had that support system, they already had their foundation and the anchor, then when something happened, when 2020 happened, yes. when whatever, you know, a storm, anything yeah. that comes into our lives, when we already know who our rock is and we already have that counsel, yes. we're set. We're so much better off. Yeah. We are. And it requires a moment of you getting still because a lot of times the natural behavior is to run. But anytime you're exactly. running away from something, you can acknowledge and went through. Because once your body starts the progression of that anxiety or that worry or that stress, it has to take full fruition of what it was meant to do. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. you have to counteract that spirit that's allowing those things to, to come up in your body. You know, because your body does keep score. Your body is being told Manifest. everything that is happening because your mind is speaking. And I know a lot of times we're always talking about unconscious bias. But sometimes it's a lot of conscious Bias behaviors that we choose, mm-hmm. and we're choosing those behaviors because they're comfortable. Yeah, wow. it's coming from our mind, Absolutely. and we have, we have repeated that record, yeah, that indeed. CD, that MP3, Absolutely. whatever it is, over <laughs> and over and over again. Yes. And there's a rut. My daddy yes. used to call it a rut, where it's just as if you drive the same path every day, yeah. and you don't even really notice things. You don't notice trees. You don't notice anything you coming just into your there. path because you just get there and you're yeah. like, I don't remember driving to work today. Yeah. Same thing with those thoughts. You it just is. continue to roll them over. I said something to one of my friends who was having those types of thoughts on and on. I'm like, you spewed that out as if it was something that you had repeated in your mind over and over again. And they're like, well, I've never said that before. Like, It seemed pretty comfortable. Yes. In my opinion. <laughs> and you know your experience is your experience. And what you have what people must understand is that no one has the right to take anyone's experience. Now that doesn't mean their experience is factual, but it's still their experience. Mm-hmm. And once you recognize that you are experiencing this right now, because thoughts lead to feelings and feelings lead to behavior. And so yeah. I would always tell the scenario, because we all can relate when it comes to like trying to lose weight, right? Or wanting to lose weight, mm-hmm. having that desire. Well, I'm thinking about Dairy Queen um, Strawberry Blizzard. All week long I thought about it, right? And I began to taste it, and now I'm sitting there watching my favorite show, and I'm and I'm eating the ice cream, right? The next thing you know, you're in that drive-through, and you're going through. So it thoughts lead to feelings, and it leads to behavior. Yeah, yeah. Sure you know, is. when I anxiety hits me, I I run to my scriptures. Mm-hmm. What kind of advice would you give the audience? Absolutely. I think, but you have to cultivate your own personal relationship. Mm -hmm. And I think that what has been happening is that people just give people scripture with no context sometimes. That's right. right. And if you can take that literary uh, scripture out of context and you don't place it where it needs to be, you'll find yourself repeating those same cycles. You'll find yourself really not. Well, that doesn't make sense. You know, we always thought it was an apple, right? But it's really a fruit. That it was, was an, fruit. Yeah. It's probably something so beautiful. We, we don't even know the fruit absolutely. more than likely. I doubt yeah. we have that fruit. Yeah, absolutely, right? <laughs> but what we do recognize is that it was something that led them there. And you have to. Now, reading is fundamental. You cannot always hear what people say. You have to go check what people say. And so when you're when you're doing a fact check, you know how they do like doing these elections and everything, yeah. to fact check this, you have to do the same thing too. That means you're building that relationship to study thyself to be approved. And so when you're studying, now you're getting the revelation from the spirit. And when the spirit is speaking, oh, you know conviction comes. <laughs> yes. So nobody needs to tell you anything, right? That's right. So yeah, now listen for that spirit. Monica, you've been here before. You've experienced this before. 
outcome was not good. Do you want to repeat this again? Yeah. Because no, there's not a different result that's going to end. Yeah. Let's do something different. Let's change the process. And that's discernment. Absolutely. You know, just really yielding to the Holy Spirit, surrendering to the Holy Spirit, sure. and learning how to hear His voice. A lot of people want to quote Jeremiah 29, 11, yes. but I'm like, that's a great scripture, but did you read what, go back to 29, 9, and 8, and 7, and then get to 11, because there's a lot that's happened in that scripture. Absolutely. Because yeah. the plans that God has for us, we can think, you know, man thinketh and he goes his own way. We mm. may think this plan is a good idea, but <laughs> God, that, that was my plan. That was not the Lord's plan. Absolutely. And I can give you a prime example is that. So I knew I was going to retire from the previous employment. And I was like 50 at four years left. So I was going to turn 51 that year. So it already enrolled into going to my second act, which was becoming that licensed counseling therapist, right? But then the plans changed. God's plan for me didn't change. The plans I had for myself, and I want to tell him how to do it. Like, I only have four years left. What am I doing with benefits and insurance and all of that? You have to understand that this... It's still going to happen out the way he wants it to. Mm -hmm. You have to be in tune to what his plan was. And then really go back and study Jeremiah's life and see if you really want to repeat what he said in that scripture (laughs) and understand what one, you know, all the verses mean and going into that. So, yeah. Because I tell people all the time, you know, I love Proverbs 31, but let's look at her characteristics and who she was. Yeah. You sure you're you're equipped with all of that? Are you ready oh, for yeah. it? You haven't healed the first level yet. Let's look for you go to the second level. Let's acknowledge any a little bit at a time, and then you can watch the scenario play open. And now you're cultivating new ideas, new processes, new way to think, new way to see. And then your environment is changing. Cha- yep. Your pe- your yep. friends and family is changing. Yep. So you have to choose who gets to have access into your doorway. Wow. Mm-hmm. Now that is a great piece of advice. I'm also wondering, what what would you say to someone who maybe is, is going through that right now? Just need some guidance, some, some basic um, yeah. directive to get them to that next level. So what I would say to that person is that get stale first. And then just allow the, the emotions that you're going through. Because it will be uncertainty. It will be doubt. It will be fear. And it's not that you're not being this double-minded person. You're just afraid. And then once you recognize that God has empowered you, and you got to recognize what position you're putting him in. He's the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, right? He left us the comforter. So if you're always causing on the Godhead and you're not using the Holy Spirit, which is the comforter with you, mm-hmm. who's always with you, ever present, mm-hmm. yeah. then you're not you're gonna call the wrong position of him. Call to Emmanuel. Com- absolutely. Call him. <laughs> Everything you need to give so many names, yeah. right? Yeah. But you have to recognize it's a higher being. And for me, because I am a woman of faith, I believe that every time I declare and decree that something will change, something does change. May not turn out the way I want it, but it does happen. But it allows me to see the growth and the maturation of the relationship that I'm now longer calling my friends. I'm speaking to the Holy Spirit sitting right here beside me. You already know what I'm about, you know, and I'm talking to them and dialoguing and conversing one-on-one. I know, and I'm tired of crying. I done cried my eyelashes off. Or, and if you're a gentleman, you've done something to where you yeah. tr- want to be the head of the house. You want to be the wife. You want to be in the right position. And, and what I recognize, and even for my case, it was hard for me to be a mother because I had never been a daughter. 
So I had to go back to that first initiation that I was brought into this world and capture what is a daughter. So that person who's going through in whatever position you're in, recognize the position you were brought into this world, go back and start there first and ask God. Ask the Holy Spirit to direct you, lead you, and guide you, not your own understanding, but his. And then ask God, you created this image of me. What does it look like? Wow. And I began to see like, oh my gosh, I am going to be talking all over the world. And I didn't even know that. It was my husband who said that to me. He's like, you're going to be speaking everywhere. I'm like, no, I'm not. I don't hear what I have to say, right? So it allows you to take that and you're empowering yourself because yes. what you recognize is you're empowering yourself. You're no longer feeling like a victim. Yes. yes. You're recognizing right. that feelings are not illogical. They'll play tricks on you. And you're saying, okay, I'm going through this for someone else. It's really not about me. I'm going to pick myself up. I'm going to go look in the mirror. I'm going to have mirror ministry. I'm going to speak to myself the word of God and everything he says that I am. And I'm going to abolish and eliminate every negative thing that was spoken over my life that was ill-willed and that was not his plan. That's what you do when you want to come out and be who God has created you to do, be You can, you will, and you must do it. So rise up and let's go and be all that God has created you to be. Yes. Oh, Oh, my goodness. Amen. Yes. Yes. The sermon has been preached. (laughs) The Holy Spirit's here right now. Yes. 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 He's amazing. Yes. Yes. Well, we're kind of at a little bit of a close, but do we have a moment to find out about our new book? Yes, please. Well, first off, um, how can people get in touch with you Mm -hmm. and... We'd love to get this incredible resource. So if you go to www.themonicajohnson.com. Just the Monica the, Johnson. It. Okay, I love it. She's got her own name, domain. Yes. <laughs> and, okay. and then I also have another website that's coming out, or the new avenue of who I am, which is the book side of it. And it's called Ruby Smart. Ruby so Ruby, Smart. Ruby D. Smart. So my mother name was Ruby. Oh. Her name was Ruby sweet. Dean. Ruby Dean. And Smart is the nonprofit organization of that girl is smart that I have. Yes. And so I'm creating this legacy of Ruby D. Smart brand so that I am not just doing her legacy, I'm being her legacy, and we're going to change Living the narratives in, in mothers' and daughters' lives and individuals' lives. Wow. That's incredible. That's wonderful. <laughs> wow. It's such a pleasure to have you here. And I know our audience is loving every minute of this. Thank you ladies so much. Yes, and yes. Just this is being great. here with you has just really been an honor and a blessing. Absolutely. You better well, take over. <laughs> you can. <laughs> she's, she's choked up. Don't you just love Lisa Kay? <laughs> so you can find Intentional Talk with Lisa Kay and Taylor anywhere you get your podcast. Also on my channel on Pray.com, on Awaken Podcast Network, and on my channel on Life Network for Women with Paula White. Yes. Be sure to check us out each week, typically on Thursdays when we go live. Plus, we have Fellowship Power Lunch, which is the third Tuesday of every month at Crest Infinity (laughs) in Frisco, Texas. And also get ready for our Veterans Appreciation Event, a phenomenal luncheon that's held in Frisco, Texas. Check out our website, which is fellowshippowerlunch.com, and you can get all the details there, especially our military servicemen and women. We want to honor you by welcoming you to this event. Be sure to check us out next time. Thank you for being here. Thank you. Thank you, Monica. Thank you, ladies.
<laughs> From TV with TLC.